I made a new friend in quarantine. That crazy Amish lady. And intimacy, better or worse in quarantine. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. I'm super curious. Did you make a new friend in quarantine who is that crazy Amish lady? Because the two of those things got jammed right next to each other. And I don't know if that was your intent. Um, It wasn't. I do have a story for you about the fact that I know it. it every, every action I do outside of my house is much to the chagrin of all, right? It's like you shouldn't leave your house. You're in quarantine. Stay there. We have a couple of friends who constantly post how great they are for never leaving the house and and yay you <laughs> I mean I don't know I, I don't know how you want payment in cheers hummers like whatever it is that you want I want to be here for you from a distance um but yeah so I went I every week I have one outing I go away one time from this this castle of quarantine and I go to the Amish market. It is my happy place. They have all of the good stuff. So I go there and I do my shop. I speak to one human. And um, does she that doesn't speak work there. English or does she speak no. Amish? One human. I know one woman who goes there also. So, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So when you go on your once weekly. I'm going to kill you motherfuckers unless I go to the Amish market. Uh, essential outing yeah. <laughs> for both mental health and snacks. So you yes. do this in a coordinated effort with another person or it just so happens. that just so happens. That's so cool. And this yeah. is someone that you actually know or another frequent shopper and, you know, secret shiv holder who might snap at any moment in the protocile. Or is this no, a proper sh- friend? No, she's. Um, we are on a committee together, and um, she's the lovely. committee to kill all you crackers. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what the committee is. Um, it's it's a school thing, and she's lovely. And her kids graduating this year, and you know that graduating class is not having graduation. It oh, is not having. Yes, of, of course I know it. I know <laughs> it intimately, and I can tell you a lot about it. But let me hear about the Amish market right now. Okay, Amish market first, and then the sadness of the senior class. Um. So I, I do my shop. We give each other through mass faces the the chin up nod, um, <laughs> and and the high the recommendations. I'm like this quiche this quiche is the best you've ever had. And she says try this. Th-. Like so we'll we'll go. We don't go around together, Aww. but we like pass each other once or twice in masked faces. Super. And to put it and and for those I know the Amish market because I've had the glorious blissful idea I think to be there twice with you. Uh, and never before. And this is unlike Reading Terminal Market and other markets. Let me just paint the picture quickly. So it is a bigger deal and an enclosed market, a bigger deal than a farmer's market. But it is much closer to a farmer's market style location than a supermarket. So the Amish market is made up of a series of permanent but stall-like stalls. So there's like a bakery section with cases and then Mm. giant open concrete floor. And then you walk over to the deli-like section with all of the slaughtered animals that you didn't know was actually an animal. But wow, still somehow looks really good. Mm -hmm. And then you go down to the pickled and crowded area. And then there's also like ready-made heated up corn and mystery casseroles. Mm. And then, you know, so I mean, it's like each one of the, and then there's like, I think there's like a stationer for some reason. And then over in the corner, I think there's like candies and baking items as if you fool, we're actually going to go home and make any of this when it's all here splayed out before you like so much splendor. Exactly. And you've named all of my favorite ones. There are vegetables <laughs> and fruits there too, but wah wah. There's peasant? A, yeah, no. There's a donut case where you watch oh, them make the donuts. And right. normally I used to say, I'd like a dozen and they take out the big box. Then I went to, I'll take six. And then I went down to four, please. Oh, you're so cute. When you said, I'll take a dozen, I'll take six. I thought you meant six dozen. I really honestly thought you meant six dozen for a second. Oh, no. no, don't make those big eyes. Because I'm like, yeah, I could get, I could see that. I can get there. Because you also <laughs> are the donut fairy. Because every time you do this, I think maybe it's part of your coping mechanism. Because I just thought, really, she did buy six dozen. Like, I could get there instantly. 
which made me think, okay, so you'd buy six dozen, eat a dozen in the car, and then think, I got to get rid of this fucking crack. And so you drive around everybody's house and be like, here's four donuts. Here's six donuts. Yeah. So I did that this time. I got an extra six apple and blueberry fritters. <laughs> right? They are. And they and once they put them in the box, they start steaming up that, that cellophane square rectangle in the middle of the box because they're still warm. And to be honest... My initial thought was, I'm going to drop these off at my vet. <laughs> because I do that every once in a while. Because they're, I mean, I know, I'm no. glad John's not here. Because he no. would say, you give them enough money. Stop no. it, stop it, stop it. But I really love them. Give them whatever and you want to give them. I'm just saying, you're never going to make it to the vet with that hot, steaming deliciousness. No, I did. But their going door was face. locked. Oh, okay. Their door was locked. And they said, you know, only with appointments. We're not, blah, blah, blah. And... In my intro, I told you I made a new friend. Hello, that's, It's essential. That's, it's an essential role. <laughs> fritters are essential. So I made a new friend, and I gave them to her, and she was so gracious and lovely. And I'll tell you about her in a minute. But so I'm going through the Amish market, and I'm finished. And there's a sign that says, we sell masks. Oh. Oh, right. Okay, so sure. I have a friend yeah. who's making them, selling them for 10 bucks. I have somebody on Etsy who's doing them for 14 there. I mean, they're. I guess this if this is your craft you're using to make this, you can charge whatever the fuck you want. I, I'm not paying 20 bucks for a mask when it's it's getting out of control. Like, don't don't price gorge the you paid four dollars for that yard of fabric you made 11 masks and you're charging five times as much per mask for whatever. It doesn't matter. That's such an interesting. Let's hold on that for a second because that's such yeah. an interesting perspective. I've got masks from all corners of the product sphere. I've got uh, someone who was already in the business of making uh, medically impregnated fabric items, as in it's a glove impregnated with an antibiotic. It's uh, a, oh. a knee brace. Um, you know, with beyond something instead of just microban, it's it's now impregnated with a slow dose release of pain medicine, you know, et cetera, this kind of stuff. So already in the production, shifted production into the masks and, yeah. and impregnated them in such a way where they're um, more effective than even the N95. Triple filtered. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, and, you know, got on the news and here we're doing it and we're mass producing it. And you could order these and they were $40. And I'm sure that's worth every penny. But you know what? It's also right. a piece of black fabric that I now have to, I don't know, figure out how to sanitize. There's something, so there's that, all the way down to the folks who are hacking it together from salvaged items at a place called Reconsidered Goods here and, you know, cobbled together with a few things from Office Max and good old elbow grease and ingenuity, leaving them on fences for people to pick up and hand distribute and deliver. So everything in between, for free, everything in between, right? And connections at hospitals and spreading them all around. And I gotta say, a $40 mask is probably worth $40. A $10 mask, a $20 mask is probably worth it. But I also don't want it. I want a mask that I can wear once and then light a flame. Like, I just don't want that shit going in my washing machine or be responsible for not sanitizing it in the right way. I got a lot of respect for people who think they're going to keep these things around and keep doing them. I don't know. And I think every 10 minutes, the whole mask mania changes a bit. So tell me, so you're irritated that people who can should for a little bit less and not try to make even a pretty penny, even a single penny on it. You can make a dollar per, like you, you, your labor, your whatever. I'm not telling everybody they need to volunteer their time just because I'll put a scarf on a fence in the middle of the winter or three hats on a fence because I think it's cute for people to take that I've made. It's a hobby of mine. I'm not desperate for that $10, but I sell them for almost nothing when I do sell. Well, here's the thing. And I, I actually was curious about this when I saw it happen. In a related industry, and I'm curious to hear what your point of view is on it. I think I'm trying to remember what the actual name of it is. And of course, I don't have it called up because I didn't know we were going to talk about it. Something called like, don't pay me or pay for me or, or don't pay them or something like this, where there is a tech guy whose whole deal it was to like help people pay their parking meter bills. Like he, he already existed in the space. Well, he came up with a way to help people process their unemployment claims faster if you use, he built software in eight days, and if you enter all of your information into his software, it will generate a paper form that you that they will then print out and mail to the office. 
to the unemployment office. And that actually was getting faster results through the mail than waiting in line or trying to get through on a phone line where people couldn't pick up. It turned out that that was the fastest way. So he did all this and I immediately thought, scam, scam, scam. Who wants to put their social security number? Not a scam. He doesn't keep any of the information. It's not stored in a database. It's just upload and then it's it's basically a processing thing. Whatever. The point is he did all that and released it for free. Charges nothing. Doesn't even charge 99 cents to process each application. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Not nothing. The, nothing. Not even the mailing fee. For not even. What just, he... It's nothing. It's just free. It's just out and free. He charges for other products and other software that he does, but he just did it. And that's the kind of thing where I thought to myself, I have been in business with people who I can immediately identify. That sounds exactly like something that they would do. Or even, you know, I would do. That sounds like even something, that's exactly the kind of business model. And I can tell you what a fight it would be to release that and not make a penny off it. I can already tell you. You look around and you just think about, okay, if you know somebody crafty enough in business and in tech, who are the people where you can look at them and immediately go, they would charge, they would gouge, they would charge something, they would charge something, which you could argue is fair or premium or of course they can make something. The people who would do it for free, are few and far between. And I'm not saying like out of the goodness of my heart or whatever, I would definitely do this for free and I would have to be browbeaten into not doing it for free. And I'd be told I'm a fool for doing it for free because I couldn't sleep at night knowing that I was preying on people like that. I couldn't do it. There's a, there's a, in time of Christ, there's a duality here. There's a, in time of crisis for you to do that and to, and to gouge in such a way that's despicable. And then there's the, this is my business. This is my everyday. This is what I do. This is my skill. You can take your skill, your everyday, what you do, and you can donate that to a cause. You don't have to constantly feel the need to. That's the sentence that I've been looking for in my entire business career. And it's not, it's because it's never a time of crisis. It comes down to, Whenever there's work to be done, I do a lot of work with nonprofits and there's always this pressure, this push pull between how much of this should be given away for free. And I think it's it that informs some of these previous podcast statements that I've said that I think even when they come out of my, my mouth, I think you're not that person. Come on. Why are you this ugly person who when you talk about look at the artists giving away everything, isn't that wonderful? And my first thought is they need to get paid because part of it is I live in this world of people who never get paid and never have their fun, you know, nonprofits who never get their work funded, who never are always looking and scrapping for something else and frankly are always coming with a handout. So can you please, can you please, can you please theoretically because the first thing they're going to do when they get it is give it to eight other people for free and make nothing on it so it's just this weird and I don't know not to get way too far off track from people selling masks and the fun that you have at the Amish market which I think is deserved right I think it's deserved people have to shop meaning you physically have to get some food so so I see this woman who's selling masks right and I walk over and I think you know, my husband works at a hospital and they make him use his mask over and over and over. They put Ugh. it in a paper bag and they, if he's going to eat, he has to store it carefully, put his name on the paper bag and whatever. Is this you hypothetically or is this you telling a home truth? This is a home truth. Oh, for fuck's sake. So I know I'm not going to get a mask for him to wear at the hospital because that's not so great. I walk over to this woman who has this crafty shop. She sells lawn flags. And <laughs> right, and mailbox <laughs> flags. Those are what they, things, right? You know, things ju- things Jews here. don't know about. Spring is here. It's spring. <laughs> right. Let's put out a flag. Yeah, we, we get that. I live in the South. We get lots of them. Yeah, it's just things Jews don't know about. So <laughs> um, <laughs> she's sitting there with another older woman and... I said, we can't touch anything. I'm like, I'll take four. I'll take that one, that one, that one, and that one. And she's packing up these masks. And she says, you know, here, this is what, this is why it made a topic on our podcast. You know, this never would be happening if it wasn't an election year. Oh, did you still buy the masks? I'd already, (laughs) I had already paid. I had already paid. And I thought, do I, I, first I thought, do I engage? Like, first, uh, do I engage with this woman? The answer, what of course, the is no. What the fuck are you talking engage about? This me. wouldn't engage be with happening. me. We're engaged. Bring your engagement. I engage you. <laughs> I, what specifically wow, wouldn't so be happening? Wowie, wowie, fuck, 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 fuck. A pandemic wouldn't uh, be happening if this wasn't an election. Uh, we wouldn't have to wear 
masks if it wasn't what what are you saying you I, fucking crackpot i agree because part of me i don't even know if she's on our team like i don't know if that's pro current madness or anti current madness it's so crackpotty it doesn't even it fits in both camps <laughs> i don't you know, even know was, which side if i'm against her for, go ahead go go, 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 go go there was a meme that had a, a young woman holding a sign that says my body, my choice. And that's actually the sign that we all brought for our women's march. Yes. Hate me or not. I don't care. Um, but the choice that she was saying was hers was wearing or not wearing a mask. <sighs> and then it said Trump 2020. And I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? I really, <laughs> I really refrain. You know, I refrain in, in actual life. I know. Because I've got a kind of a semi-private social feed that – that not everything that I post on socials makes it all the way into this group. And, you know, a lot of what I would love to post, I still choose to not post. And the right. one that's been going around, I've seen it like 18 times from different people, all in various stages of shock. I'm sure you've seen it, which is a bunch of bros standing with signs on the steps of some common building. It must have been in Michigan. I think this is one of the first ones where they went out and protested the fact that their state had stay-at-home orders. And they went and protested this because they wanted to set us free, set us free, right? And then the meme that went around, have you seen it? You know the meme I'm looking no. up? Oh, I've seen it a thousand times. So the meme says something to the effect of in that big white letters like, hey, girl, you know, it's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so at the top, it says, this is what it looks like. When a bunch of men realize they don't like it when the government tells you what you can do with your body. Right. Try having a uterus. That's one of the ones I saw. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we're not trying to get political. I just want to tell you that when I honestly feel like there's a common enemy for the world, which is this virus, and scientists are finally able to say, this is how it's transmitted. As we learn more and more, we will tell you as as this common enemy, this horrible graphic of stupid whatever, there are still humans out there who think that this is absolutely a political grab in an election year. And well, I, I got to tell you, because uh, there is a subset of it's hard to say humanity, a subset of humanity <laughs> who are making this political and who are right when they understand that there are political components to this and that is the sadness so when you say rightly we're not getting political we avoid that we're not trying to be political that's the point this is an illness this is science this is not political and it has absolutely become politicized in ways that damage people directly and that's that's not an opinion that's a straight up fact that can be borne out and proven in medical journal after independent newspaper, after global, you know, reporting structure, after pick your organization, there's evidence of it. That's not that's not my opinion. That's just a fact. And you can either choose to say, damn right, or you can choose to say, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. That's where I fall in the don't like it. Yeah, I was I was really thrown. And if I hadn't already received my credit card back from her, I I just don't even know what I would have done because I, I know I think I have an answer for everything, but I'm <laughs> truly fucking stunned. Well, did you have any retort? Was there any any vocalization out of your face other than <laughs> and then bye? <laughs> I was grateful I was wearing a mask at the time because she couldn't see the look on my face. Well, which your was, eyes were still in your head, I think. Yeah, my <laughs> eyes exploded out of my head. That is very true. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. it was it was absolutely bad shit. Well, crazy. you know, 18 gold stars and an extra free mask for you free of COVID because that was a great job <laughs> you did not engaging with sometimes, you know, the tiger's going to bite and the best thing for you to do is keep walking past that cage. You don't you don't have to fight the tiger every time. I wanted to run from the tiger. The tiger is is yeah, good I answer. Just, I just couldn't I couldn't I couldn't. So that was that was my my crazy Amish lady story because I'm not even, I, I just can't tales believe. of the outside tales of the out of home. Yeah. And while in quarantine, I made a new friend. I kind of don't even understand how that works. I know. So I have that backyard neighbor who's a crackhead who throws shit at my dog. Super bitch. <laughs> I love that drop. Um, and her next door neighbor 
who I don't really know because she moved in just after we moved in here. We looked at their house actually before when it was for sale. Hey, hey, not good enough for me, but I'll be your friend. (laughs) No. (laughs) We knew the people who live there. (laughs) Shut up. What's up? I passed. But you know what? You You can live closer to the crazy lady. So there, it's a private road. Yeah, right. I didn't know that at the time. It's a private road, and you know it's bad it. enough. You know it. <laughs> it's oh my god, it's bad enough. We have uh, on-site septic and a well and all these new things to deal with. Mm-hmm. They also have to pay to have their street um, cared for. Sure, 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 sure. And it is it is the worst hill in the world. So in our backyard, we watch trucks and co- chicks and ducks and he's geese. gonna scurry right they all slide down that driveway that street in the winter and the trash truck has to go up there to get stuff everybody reverses and they slide back down it's it's treacherous and I didn't like a lot of things about that so we didn't get that house so anyway she's out walking her dog and I have three crazy crane eyes that mad rush the fence <laughs> to, meet, to meet her dog and I, I couldn't make them stop so I walked out there to apologize and she was delightful oh fantastic! I met her youngest son um, she has three boys I only knew of two until she texted me because she's now a listener and she said what? Amy has three boys just like me oh come <laughs> on that's so funny I do yeah, so. I do and yeah. one dog like most humans yep it's funny you say that because our rescue mm-hmm. with whom we're in kind of like a struggle because, you know, the botched neuter thing and, and reporting that vet for not being able to count to two. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd think. You'd think that it would so, covered. Right. So they posted today that they, even during COVID, they are out at these um, – at these places in in the middle of nowhere, really puppy mills, and they are still rescuing dogs. And the picture, the video they posted, had this like Shiba Inu, this little wolfy thing, and a dark red small poodle. Shiba Inu? Is that like Sheena Easton's extra dog? Shiba Inu? Is that really a dog? Or is that like a blended dog again? No, it's a it's a purebred dog. Shiba Inu. Everyone knows about Shiba Inus. <laughs> Everybody they, knows. They live that. at the end of the private drive, and all you have to do is take your geese and ducks on the snowy <laughs> and day, slide right down. <laughs> Shiba Inu. Come on. So they posted that, and I wrote, "We love the work you do. Now give me that poodle." And Stuart said, uh, "What did huh? <laughs> what you did are you say? are banned, and I'm telling you, I will break fast or whatever this is fucking called, and drive up there and slap that dog right out of your hands." I would love to see you do that. <laughs> Break fast. Challenge accepted. As if, as if I was fasting from fucking anything. Let's just cut to that. I'm eating while we podcast right now. I'm sure you can hear it. Tell the listeners what you're having. For oh, this is uh, in the South. We call it biscuits and gravy. So I made some homemade biscuits and some hot niece's sausage and on He's speaking so of it here comes my dog barging wait in. let me do it right hey amy what's cooking oh it's homemade biscuits gang and white sausage gravy with hot niece's sausage and i had a few extra chives so you know how i'm big on chives i chopped them up and put them on the top and it's delicious because i have modified my biscuit recipe a bit um friend from high school has started posting all sorts of like baking adventures and he's a dude so it's super fun and uh Actually, a friend from the neighborhood and high school, and I guess college, if I get right down to it. So we've been around a, a bit. In any event, his biscuits looked vastly different to my biscuits. And I thought, what the what? That's a drop, too, by the way. You're he, lucky John's not he here anymore. His biscuits looked, looked oh, his biscuits. different than my biscuits. Well, he did, he did like store-bought can-style biscuits. And by that, I mean, of course, they were homemade biscuits. Everything he's doing is he'll he'll make the whole meal, describe the meal that he makes, and then he does, like, the financial breakdown. So this costs me, you know, $3 a serving or whatever it is. And I'm like, aren't you great in math, too? Fuck off. So the biscuits have that kind of flaky. My biscuits are sort of really tall and light and fluffy and big as your face and fantastic. And I cover the top with butter and salt and serve them with honey, and they're crazy, mm. crazy fucking delicious. And they've got just enough of that brown butter on the base so that the oh bottom gets super, super tan, golden, like Jamaica golden. And then oh my you crunch God. it to the top so it's crunchy and salty, but the inside's still a 
very soft and light. So his were a bit different in that they were that kind where, you know, you would peel the flakes off from Pillsbury. I just came. You know the ones where you peel them? Because it's like yes, flake, a layered. flake, a flake, a flake, a flake, yeah. a flake. Well, that's probably, I figured to myself, self, because I'm not looking up a fucking recipe. So I figured that was more of a croissant technique. How right. Do, layer, how, layer, layer. So I took some butter with the, um, some frozen butter with the vegetable peeler. And I peeled off some butter stripes and layered it in between, sandwiched it in there, got the dough nice and cold and baked them. And it is kind of this hybrid of like super flaky layered, but also really tall and high and yeah, it's tall and high. What's up? What was that? Me in college? Wait, what? It's very <laughs> delicious. Yeah, I'm big on the, if you can eat it and temporarily forget what else is happening, then have it. So well, I've you also, know this wouldn't be happening if it wasn't an election year. I also bought bigger pants. and <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> yep, I just did. I, I the, Honestly, it was in the end of the second week. I thought to myself, self- Old Navy is really, really trying to climb up your crack. They just love you. They they just, God, they're the best long-distance boyfriend. They just want you all the time. In the middle of the night, you up. I got 50% <laughs> off. So anyway. Uh, the, Extra uh, 20 clearance. Extra you know what? 20. It, their shorts were $10. And I thought, you know what? I'm who, worth it. Who are you? Who are you to ever find $10 shorts when you need them? So it doesn't matter that they won't show up until August. Just order them. And they did. They took three weeks to get here, but they just got here yesterday. Three pairs of shorts in, you know, actually, I'll be completely honest. They are a full two sizes larger than I than I would have ordinarily got. And uh, they're just a little bit loose, not crazy loose. And I thought, fine. You got some growing room. Well, it was the kind of thing where I don't know. You know, some of their sizes are so whack. Sometimes yeah. you put it on and it's like a tent. And then other times you put it on and you're thinking, what sort of, you know, paper doll yeah, even is supposed the same to fit jeans. in this? Yeah, and it's the same numeric size. Yeah. So, yeah, I was on the cusp of I absolutely fit in a particular size. But it was that's where I was working to continue going past, you know. So moving up from that size back into, you know, I should probably go a size up. I just said, fuck it. I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm going back up, Do you know. So instead of the I had just landed in this, oh, look, but they feel a little snug sometimes. When they, did these just come out of the dryer? Like that size? No. I went. I told you last week that my fat pants were tightening on me to the point where I was uncomfortable with the fact that I knew in my head they were fat pants. And the solution is you need a bigger pair of pants and move the fuck on. I'm not That's playing. That's what we've been talking about. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm not. And I'm not going to these gym things that are super fantastic. The, my whole gym has turned into this Zoom marathon and everybody is so supportive and it's so fantastic. And I even thought about just showing up just to watch them, but I'm not, I'm not there. <laughs> no, just to say like, Hey guys, this is all I can do today. Exercise porn. <laughs> no, just to, just to no, Cause they would be able to see me. Like, I mean, honestly, you're talking to a gal that there was a time in my life where I had to give myself a gold star for driving to the place and sitting in the parking lot or go yeah, go start. or going into the gym and doing 5 minutes and then going into the locker room and sitting there for 20 minutes cuz it's like I was here I was here that's how this that's how far off some of this shit is so it's like okay that's fine so I will bake and cook and cook and cook and bake and bake and bake and you know sanitize every single not sanitize for the sake of you know sanity eyes by cleaning all of the porch fabric we're in the process of replacing I just washed within an inch of their lives all of the exterior cushion fabric, and now I'm figuring out how to put that back on. And there's this whole procedure where you wrap the interior cushions with silk. It's like, for God's sake. Okay. No. Seriously? Seriously. And Because I don't know if you've ever taken apart any cushion with a removable zippered cover, um, least of never, all. It never fits back on right. It never but, fits yeah. back on right. And sometimes, many times, it's already encased in something that looks like a kind of a muslin bag, yep. sometimes with some quilty business. Well, methinks those are what this silk, I was trying to replace those muslin bags because some of them, these are outdoor cushions. They've been out there for five years. The The actual cushion cover is great, but the interior muslin thing is starting to deteriorate. I was like, let's just, let's buy, how hard can this be? They sell them, surely. Nope. Anyway, I couldn't find them. What I could find is something called a silk liner. And it looks like as thin as a piece of cello or saran wrap, right? Comes in these big broad sheets. You wrap it around the cushion. And then you stick your vacuum nozzle tube underneath the silk on top of the cushion. Turn it on. And then the silk shrink wraps your cushion. And it compresses it like one of those space bags. 
Then you can put this no sound silk. You slip the cushion in. The bag, the, it's a, the cushion cover is now floating. It's like this is the wrong size. And then you turn off the vacuum and it goes poink. And all, instantly it fills the cushion out Fill as if it. it came right from the factory. And depending on the kind of cushion you have, it's meant it's they call it no sound silk. So you can just leave that silk thing on. You don't even have to worry about it. But in the case of outdoor stuff, you kind of have to go in there and sort of they showed these these gentlemen in there expertly. They would stick their hand in and go boink, boink, and then it would like come flying out. You know how it is when you watch somebody doing something. I've watched somebody assembly fold line. a king size sheet by themselves a right. hundred times and there's no fucking way I, I could do it. I, but yeah, I, just, I get and it. I, and every, every two months, I get it in my head that this is the month, gang. I'm going to best this bitch. And then I think, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And I shove it in a pillowcase and walk on. That's it. No. So anyway, now today is shoving those cushions back in their in their cases without the silk day. So that's going to be super fun. We do the Sunbrella. You mm-hmm. know that brand? That's, Sunbrella? Yeah, that's we, what this is. Yeah. We do those and the inside cushion is water resistant. So all yep. you need to do is turn it up on its side and all of the, nothing absorbs. All the water runs out and you need to give it like an hour in the sun and that's you're That's called dry. a quick dry cushion I have so learned and you can't use it with that silk and not knowing if my cushions are quick dry, which I think they are because they dry pretty quick. Uh, if you use the silk, you must remove it all. Otherwise, you're going to trap the moisture in there in the future yeah. and you're going to ruin your cushion. So I was like, all right, I'm just, even if I could get this silk, which I'm sure it would take eight months to get here, uh, it, whatever. We line that shit up on the fence and we soap and brush. We soap them all down and we, we use the nozzle and we, that's how we clean it. But Stuart started taking them to the laundromat. Yeah, I took it to the washing machine upstairs. I no, he great, didn't. I had great he, he did the whole thing inside, outside. He did the whole thing, not unzip. Just leave everything as one whole entity. He washed and, the cushion. Yeah. He took the a, entire unzippered cushion. The entire unit not unzipped. He never touched the zipper. He put it all in one of Was those Was he some big, kind of fucking wizard? That's brilliant. In, well, at a laundromat, they have those really big machines. So he put them in there and then he brought them home mostly wet because they dry so quickly and he just left them outside to dry. <gasps> That's how we start a season. And our laundromat that used to do all of the kids' clothes, when we bring them home from camp, we would go to the laundromat and do all the kids' clothes there because I want that shit in, in my house, really. Well, you can yet. also get it done all at once. It's about speed right. for us. And it's, to do. Yeah. exactly. And it's all at once. So oh, they closed. Oh, my delicious deliciousness. No, I have had for two years now this idea that I was going to use, it's called RIT. I was going to use that RIT dye. And yeah. I was going to super saturate and dye the cushions because we had them in the covered porch and then we changed the furniture there and put those outside. And since they've been outside, they've faded. But they Tell only... the dear listener what color they are to start with. They are um, like turquoise, not, it's like a peacock blue. You know that, you know that Caribbean blue? Like I that, do. I've seen the them. bluest, the bluest of the blue. It's like the blue of your microphone. It's like the, it's a little bit deeper shade of the blue of an... A leave pill. <laughs> or you those know, liquid gels. Or you yeah. know that little pill that men sometimes take. It's that color. I guess. Blue painter's tape. That's the blue. It's that kind of uh tropicali blue. So anyway, blue, blue, blue. And so now some of them where the cushion the back cushion would rest on the seat cushion, it's still underneath the cushion, that beautiful blue. And then other thing there are other places where it's like faded by the sun. So they're in incon- so now they're like multi blue and it's just So not. what would you dye them? Well, I hadn't really gotten that far because the whole point was I was going to go to a laundromat to get this done. And I know you're not supposed to do any dyeing at a laundromat because it's against the rules. But I'm also not going to do it at home. So I would break the rules because they won't let you do it. They say don't do it at the laundromat because it'll ruin the machines. How can it really ruin the machines though? If the writ dye says do it at home. Surely. I'm the idiot who follows you at the laundromat with my kids' clothes, and I come home with all peacock blue clothes for my kids. No, no. And I've never done this, and even if I were to do it, there's a, there's a whole instruction on the thing, because I thought, well, I could do it in a utility sink. I could do it here. I could do it there. People do this shit in their bathtub. There's a way to do this. Yeah, it's just, tie-dye. I haven't gotten that far, is my point to you. So. Anywho, that sounds like a now that clean. sounds like a big project that I don't want anything to do with. Right, and the little one was so bored yesterday, which I'm like, how could anybody be bored with so many things that are still waiting yet to be done? And I just didn't have the heart to give him a, an assignment. So I was like, he said, I would like to go spray paint something. Can I do this? He came to me with his plan. And I was like, oh, I okay. So we gave him some scrap wood, sent him out in the back, march, 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 march. Psst. 
I should have said, why don't you take these four tables that mommy needs to spray paint? Can you do these for me? Then I thought, no, because I actually want those done properly. Right. It wouldn't be even. It wouldn't be. Yeah. And I don't have the. I don't have the colors. I would only spray paint. It's part of that outside. It's their their metal um, tables, and you know, I don't even know. I had this vision of I'll come up with a color palette and make everything great because I could do the tables white. I could do the cushions navy blue. And I could have like a little nautical blue and white and, you know, some kind of fun thing out there. I could, who knows where I could go. That sounds lovely. Yeah, well, I didn't do it. So there you have it. I'm going to come see you this summer. You say that. You we'll say that. We'll podcast together. You say that. I do. Often. <sighs> I might have to bring my kids because there might be no camp. I, there's there's always camp uh, for Gazy. Yeah, camp for Gazy. Um <laughs> All right, so there are people who are waving that banner, I'm the best in quarantine. Then comes something like cleaning your house and <laughs> grooming and grooming your dog. Oh my god. Um <laughs> what do you, what do you do? You don't. How about that? Let's start with you don't do it. Now, I think here's the trick. These uh, are people, wait, Amy, these are people who need the money really badly oh I totally misunderstood what you were saying load me up again I thought it no I, I was going in a completely different load me up again I missed the point of what you were saying entirely so hit it again start just so go to the top your cleaning lady your dog groomer these are people who ah, are depending on cash so right yeah so you want so home services personnel and right. others right who would have a job, you know, in, in this case, it's totally not the same, but just for the sake of it, uh, a friend of a friend is a masseuse. Which yes. Is, yeah. And it's like, you cannot, there's just, that's a lot of contact. Touching. You yep. cannot. So, uh, yeah, that's all done. But can you safely maybe figure out a way to clean the house? Or can you, that's where it starts to get gray area. And people, some people have said um, hair salons. That's, I don't think that's really a gray area. But anyway, yeah, okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I missed So I got a text from the cleaning lady uh-huh. and she said all in Spanish. So I'm pretty sure she said, well, are you still, are you still paying her for not coming? Should I? Well, I have friends who are, and I don't know. And I, I have friends who aren't. So I think most people aren't. I think most people fall into the category of if you're not doing the work, then you don't get the pay that's how well, you know works. that as an independent contractor I do, I do but I do also have a friend who is sort of bemoaning and saying um this is so awful because the house is a wreck I'm cleaning it all the time and I'm still paying the damn cleaning people because what else can we do blah, 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 blah. and this is a person who yeah can that's that makes sense that you would do that but I gotta and I I am amazed beyond amazed to tell you in my own house I didn't I didn't there was a a setup at um my husband's office where there were a variety of employees who, once their particular projects and, and things stopped, technically they should stop getting paid, but he's still paying them. So I was like, you are? Great. That's great. And I'm also thinking, how much flour do we have? No, I mean, it's great, though. But it's, that's exactly what you want. So um, we have a cleaning person who has not been here in, I don't know, eight months because I've let the things lapse anyway. But if she had been coming, I would not be paying her to not come I'm not in that position I wouldn't be doing that so I didn't know where you fell on this I think most people fall on you don't do the work you don't get the pay that's how work works so the Spanish all Spanish text I got said I think said um coronavirus (laughs) no limpiar so I was like, all right, not What's cleaning. What's no limpiar mean? No clean? Not, not to clean, right. She's not cleaning because okay. of the virus, right? Okay. So a week passes and we're like, all right, you do the toilets. You sweep right, the floors. Right, you right. paint the fence. Let me right. introduce you. This is called a dust pan. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, my kids go to camp, so they know what it's like to clean their own space. Well, they've seen it done. <laughs> <laughs> no, they clean themselves at camp. They don't have anybody that cleans for them. So another week passes and I'm like, this is kind of putting me out a little. I see the dust on surfaces I thought I got. And I was like, "Mm." no limpiar, no bueno, baby. I mean, right. Then the third week I get a text that says, quiere limpiar? What's quiere mean? Wanna? Do you you want us to clean? Wanna, wanna? That's the equivalent. That's the equivalent of you up. You up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You down for some pledge? So 
I wrote, if you're okay with it, we're okay with it. And then we all piled into the basement. We got away from, there's no contact. We don't see them at all um, other than on camera to know when they're gone. But with three dogs, sometimes four people all hanging in the basement. Sometimes the kids are doing school. Sometimes we are watching a movie together, but we let them clean the house the last two weeks. Um does anything change? Do you have them open windows for 20 minutes after they've been in? Do you care at all? I mean, they just clean it normally. When they're done, you come upstairs. That's how it is? Yep. Okay. That's how it is. Do we open windows anyway? Yeah. Because the house smells great and it smells great outside. And before the dogs go out and roll in hay and shit, it seems like a good thing to do. Oh, dogs. So, so yeah, the last two weeks we've let them do that. And then comes the dog groomer well I'm not taking them to a dog Uh, groomer like I'm not but she she doesn't have any money coming in she's paying rent and her boyfriend who lives with her like uh, I can't just pay you not to groom my dogs like I mean it's one thing with a house cleaner who came more frequently but I don't know what to do so well I I would phrase and frame the question a yeah. little differently. Go ahead. And I would begin with it these are these are hierarchical needs. So you start with Was this Maslow lesson right now? Does my dog require grooming? These are yes or no. Does oh, my dog you want my answers? Yes. Does my dog require grooming? Yes. Do all of my dogs require grooming simultaneously? Yes. What occurs if my dogs are not groomed for their health? Is it is it detrimental for their health? No. Will it needlessly complicate their refreshed grooming once and when that can safely occur? I mean, I have to brush them. I have poodles, so they dreadlock. They, uh, it gets ugly. So, um, uh, so to a point, yes, there will come a point when this is causing an undue strain on you and it will become on them. And yeah, yeah because it'll become way more complicated to groom them and they will get uncomfortable. And so, I mean, it's it, to a certain point you can manage it until you can't manage it. Right. Right. And by can't, we all know what we're talking about, but right. yes, effectively. Yeah. It's not like this is a nothing. This isn't like if they really needed a bath, you could wash them yourself. It's not so about that. I have, I have trimmed nails and I have cut hair away from their eyes so they can see like I'm it's, you're they doing basic do, maintenance already. Yes, okay. I am. And that's crazy yeah. that you can get that shit done. Wow. No, okay. it's, I, it's nails. Still. Nails are a big deal. Nails are, nails are a big deal for big dogs. They're a big deal for little but dogs. But if you have a dog that's not a dick, it's okay. I hear, actually, I hear a double of my voice and I would hate to throw out this entire recording. This would really suck. I don't, maybe it's, maybe I'm sitting too close to the microphone because I want to be so close to you. I don't know. This morning you have a super sexy voice on. <laughs> Huh. That's the sound of pain. Back to you. So yeah. the idea, everything comes down to me for, and it's, I know this isn't a massive exaggeration, but it's the sleep at night test. It's the kid on the airplane test. We went over this before and it comes down to, okay, is this, am, am I willing to trade the life and safety of everyone in this household to get this done? And if the answer is, is anywhere on the no, then it's a no. If it's a maybe, that's when you start to figure out how else can I get this done? And it sounds like it's a maybe because, you know, you think, well, now you start to say, what, what are the, play the odds, right? If it's, if it's no, this is not that critical, then you've already identified, you don't even need to worry about it. It's not that critical. Let it go. But in this case, they are going to get matted. You are going to have to keep doing this. There is a certain point when it's not your skill. It's going to get out of your control. Can is there something can be done? Can you meet her somewhere? Can, meaning, can you can she do it in a van? Can she do it in the street? Like, how can this happen? I would not, could not in a house. I would not, could not with a mouse. Look, we send a human in our house. Remember, you said that your husband takes all the risk for your family. He is your he patient is zero. One hundred percent the viral load. He takes. I thought you used to take his viral load, but <laughs> it's, he's, he's taking it now. No comment. So I send a human that comes back to my bed and my home right. into a war zone pretty much right. on the regular. You know, right. he's so on the scale of things, a young woman who has been quarantined for a month is itchy and hungry. Um, she's considering coming in masked to our house. 
No, the answer is no, not into the house. And the, the answer is as much for her as it is for you. But you're also bringing up the piece that started this whole chain of events, and that is your responsibility to her as her quasi-direct employee, as her quasi-friend, you know, beyond acquaintance relationship, uh, and all of that as a sympathetic human on the planet in a position to have something that benefits you and, and disproportionately benefits her. These are all parts of the variable of that maybe. And so I would say, look at ways that you can do it to lessen the risk to her and to you because you better than me know how this contagion works. It She is le- less likely to contaminate you and yours than you are to contaminate her. And if she meets with three other patients that day, you potentially have become the reverse Florence Nightingale of death, spreading this through her clippers to other people. It's deadly serious. And I think you know for me that it is deadly serious. So the idea is, can she perform this service? Can she get paid with zero contact to anybody in your house? And the answer is, yeah, she can meet your dogs in your garage. Outside, she can yeah. she can do it with a hose outside. She can maybe have a car or a van set up that I don't think she's going to rent a van if she doesn't already have a van, but she can certainly maybe there's a table that she brings, right? She does. Yeah. Outside. Do it. Do it. Do it and get it and then pay her and then say I will Venmo you. I will, yeah. I will and look through the little glass window and wave at her like a sad prisoner. You know, but the idea is no. She doesn't deserve any contact with you guys any more than you deserve it with her because she could sh- collect your, you know, the, it's, a, it's a question of prolonged exposure. The likelihood right. that either one of you are going to infect the other comes with, you know, is it more than five minutes? Is it more than 10 minutes? Is it if you're actively spreading things and you touch the thing that touches the thing that touches the thing? But most of it is if you're not doing the sneezing and you're asymptomatic, it's just it's just time. If you spend the hour chatting with her, if you spend the evening sitting as our as our down the street cul-de-sac neighbors did all evening long, sitting in their lawn chairs with their kids commingling and playing with each other, and as they've done frequently. Labor's kids are playing? Yeah, yeah, as they have done almost almost throughout. I think they've treated their households as a combined family unit, and I I don't know them. I know wa- so I weird. I know them to wave to them and to receive the waves and that's it and they're they're at the end of the street um doing like little mini block party it's not i just watch it and think you're little tiny tiny training wheel bike kids playing with each other playing with each other and i just think to myself okay i I don't i don't give it a whole lot of thought but when i do i hope that they're not breaking their bubble. Maybe they have all their groceries delivered and they have it. None of them left their house. Maybe they all work from home instead of maybe somebody's, maybe somebody's a doctor or maybe somebody works at the supermarket and touches everything and comes home. You know what I mean? It's like the one contact that you have that you think is okay. You know, every person that you come into contact with includes all of their contacts. So it's like that sexually transmitted disease. You, you meeting, you meeting the groomer means her boyfriend's mother might be infected, and now you have his, through her, you're connected to her boyfriend's mother. You are, because your dogs are getting groomed. It's not fucking worth it. But there is a way to get her a paycheck, and there is a way to get your dogs groomed, and With that's just, contact. just get right. fucking creative. And I think it's great when people are doing things like lining up to go to the dairy farm that's having to dump 80,000 gallons of milk in our community, and they're waiting for six hours to buy milk which they don't even really need because wow. it's a sunny day and getting pissed sitting in the line because they also sell ice cream there. But it's like, you know what? Yeah, let's help them. Let's help them because they're letting their cows dry up because otherwise now what? Because all the restaurants aren't buying it. It's not, it's because the but restaurants don't worry. are schools. People yeah. are going to charge $30 for a mask because they're <laughs> gouging. Like, listen to all the nice things you just said people in your area are doing. That's really, that's really sweet. I love that. Well, well I don't know what to say. Um, I caught up watching, oh, I do want to tell you there was a Zoom call last night of our friends that you did not join in on. I saw, I, I thought about it earlier in the day and it was, it was too much for me. I couldn't do it. So I want to let you know the news from our friends, Marnie's household has lice. What oh, did I tell you was worse than this virus? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and they're all in there with all their hairy goodness. <laughs> for fuck's sake. It seems her daughter went to a sleepover. How? When five did she weeks sleep? Ag- what the fuck? 
five weeks ago, she is went that to the a gestation sleepover. period of a lice? Is a single lice a lie? What's a lice? Is there always more than one? They're never always. alone. There's They're never a lie. They're fucking groupies. Oh, gross. So somebody said on the call, didn't you fucking itch? <laughs> 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 What's wrong with you? What, what do you mean five weeks ago? Didn't you fucking itch? Oh, my God. And they're like, yeah. I'm itching and right then, now. Yes. Dear listener, is there any other word in the English language or any language that makes your skin crawl or your scalp itch the way the word lice does? Stop saying lice. <laughs> what is wrong? <laughs> so everyone got we it. Have, ex- we have, and I say this with full disclosure and solidarity, we have had lice visit our children uh, not in this house, but we've had lice visit our children before. So I know that it ain't nobody's fault. It's not about that. But fuck, it's fucking gross. And nobody <laughs> wants it. And sick, ew, ew. And it's not a sign of dirt or, no, or unclean no, no, no. or whatever. But every there are four of them in the household. Everybody got oh. it except for Lisa. Of course. Because of co- fucking course, of course. And Lisa wore their daughter's helmet. Um, bicycle helmet did. a few days earlier before I, they- Lisa braided her daughter's <laughs> hair into her own hair and kept it that way for still six weeks and it. still didn't fucking thank you Lisa we god that woman <laughs> <sighs> so Lisa won I, the lottery while everyone else got lice <laughs> I think it is winning the lottery not to have both lice. she yes it's both in addition to not getting lice she also won the lottery yeah, so that was really, uh, Annie's getting a dog. This one's got, like, but uh, Marnie's family has lice. And they're doing wild construction, so they're living in an apartment upstairs. Of course, so they're of all course they on are. top of each other like kittens in a litter. Oh, God bless. Right, so that, I feel, is the worst fate. And that's a house you don't pretty, enter for any reason. It's pretty fucking bad. That's pretty no good. Ugh. Um, Life is Good has a, you know, that brand has a bunch of new T-shirts out. I oh. wore one the other day and posted it, I think, on. I saw it. I think it was a brilliant observation. OK, post. good. I, I think, think I posted it everywhere. It said uh, superheroes wear scrubs. I know. Um, so, but so then cute. make their families wash them after. They- <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's super. So cute. I thought they have some really cute ones, too, about homeschooling uh, that made me think, oh, I could definitely start giving these out to people as gifts. <laughs> nice. Very nice. I caught up on watching Dave, that FX show that I told you to watch a while ago. It's Lil Dicky, that rapper, that yes. very white Jewish rapper. Yes. Uh, the show is hilarious. I wanted not to like it, but I love it. And there was a line that made me think of us, of what? you. Of, what? Yeah. Tell me. It's, tell it's me. so funny. So I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching. And then Dave's going on about something and someone, his buddy, turns to him and says, why are you so passionate about the least important things? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. You, you've, you've nailed it. You put your finger said, on the pole. Yes. <laughs> I don't answer to you, Dave. (laughs) I mean, we're passionate about important things also. You maybe, but I mean, important, important things. Yes. But we are so passionate about the least important things. Here, 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 here. (laughs) Cheers to that. You should definitely find, um, you should definitely find I need it. I am so struggling. I am so struggling. Brian's go-to is is really hard on He would love Dave. I hope so, because his go-to, first of all, he went all the way, I think I told you this, Breaking Bad marathon, which I'd already seen, but it was like, uh, ultimate downer, God bless. Then he's Better Call Saul marathon, which is another downer. It's like, great, and God help us, I don't know why we thought this was going to be okay. I'm two episodes in, and I don't think I can continue, even though I think I've already cracked the code, to that Amazon Nazi Hunters thing. I had nightmares. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't even watch the first episode. I had to turn it off midway. It was so awful. It was so awful. But at the same time, it's like, I got to watch them kill these Nazis. But why? It's just too much. Honestly, it's so hard. I don't know how. I don't know how anybody with a closer connection to this could could even get through it. I couldn't even get through it. And I'm a goy. Is that what I am? You're a shiksa. Yes. I'm a shiksa. (laughs) I'm a shiksa baby, and I couldn't even. Oh my god! The whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, ugh, ugh, stop! 
oh my God, they have this horrible, horrible little pretty Nazi in there. And he says the ugliest things. He doesn't even, he does these super ugly things, but even just the things that he says that aren't even that insidious. They're just, Im- it's almost worse. I don't know. I He he was, he. I don't even want to repeat it here because it's so gross. He was in a laundromat and he was talking to someone, a stranger to him in the laundromat and just talking to her. And it was this creepy, implied, subtext threat where it was just a throw do you not remember it at all oh i stopped watching it well i told you Stuart started it yeah in this was episode. episode this was episode one baby episode no, we started one. at episode eight and then no. we yelled at Stuart and put it away right 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 it's so hard it's so hard and now it's like <sighs> i gotta join these vigilantes when they kill all the nazis though can you take a break please and tonight sit with brian <laughs> and watch dave it's on Hulu. I'll give you my and password if you playing, don't have it. And he keeps. We have Hulu. We have, I know. Do you have everything. Do you think that there is something when it comes to entertainment oh, that we don't have? Speaking of which, what about Sundance? Sundance has yeah, a. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. Well, I need to join it because they have, and no one saw a thing or no one said a word. There's a true crime series oh. on there that I'm desperate to I see. I can't do this. Everybody else turned me on before to making of a making a murderer. Yeah. God, that was so awful. And then you can't stop it. You're watching it this whole time going, why do I keep torturing myself and I won't stop? Well, there was a second season and I said to Stuart, I'm like, I, I cannot watch a second season of this. Basically, because I know, spoiler alert, turn off now. He's still in jail. So <laughs> I don't know what you're hoping to do with season two. Well, but Dave uh, is the answer to I'll all of your spiral. Because I, I now have watched that movie long shot that I told you I saw and I liked I've now again watched it again. about six times because wow. I watched that because I'm at the point where one of the many realizations is that I have to work really hard to get to a manageable state and it's it's so much easier to lose it and snap out of it than it is to keep it so I'm very protective of that and the music that we listen to and the shows that we watch and the conversations and whatever. It's like, nope, I got to exit from that. Nope, I got to, nope, can't do that. Well, then you can't should definitely exit from what you're watching now. Well, it, that was a whole thing. It was it was like, what if I, I turned it on and it was, I couldn't sleep anyway. And so I thought, well, let's see what this is. Maybe it'll completely distract me because who doesn't like, you know, who, these are bad guys. Who wouldn't like to see a bad guy get something? No, it's not. There is no, so there is no solution. It's like, it's like um, The Handmaiden, I think it was Handmaid's that. Tale. Not Handmaid's Tale. There was another one, and then I'm butchering the name of it. But there was a play, and it was a movie, and it had um, Glenn Close in it. And it's uh, anyway, it's it's a tale of somebody who meets their torturer, and then what happens. So, um, and it's the basically oh. similar similar setup. And and I, I honestly, but it's it's the idea of it is there is no way to win. There's no way to win. You either become the thing that you hate, so you are worse than them, right? Or you let them walk free and now you are victimized all over again. So it's like, Yee-wee, this is a wonderful thing to have our in quarantine. No. Amy, why are you so passionate about the least important things? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Passionate about these biscuits. They're fucking open good wound. though. They're You're fucking an open good. Wound. They're fucking good though. Okay. Intimacy, better or worse in quarantine? <sighs> You're having intimacy during I mean, the kids are always here, but the door still locks is all I'm going to say. Yeah, it's, there's nothing. They've lived here before. I don't know what was happening in your house. There, None of that has changed. We, they were still here at night, which is typically our <clears throat> time. So, you know, it's not like it's 2.30. Hey, where them kids at? You know, it's, <laughs> we're not that we're not that quarantined. It's, we're, we're on the trauma team instead of the quarantine. That's, that's what's happening now. So. I think it's fine. And if, uh, if anything, they have, everyone has carved out. We are, I think it's pretty obvious, very, very fortunate people. And we have a large house. So everybody has their own, They everybody has at least two private spaces, at least two that they have completely commandeered. Everyone has their room which is their private space. And then every person, all five of us, have a second room, which is largely yours to command and control, period. You've taken it over. Everyone. And there's more rooms left. So 
this is the office for this child. This is the office for that child. This is the school for this child. This is the whatever. This one takes over the exercise room is now the dance studio, which is hilarious because we've hmm. got we've got the senior who is was doing something called show choir. He was competitive. It's like a competitive thing, I guess. Like we've gl- seen Glee, we know like, what it okay, is. Okay, well, he was in it. Okay, and he's so. Of course, that's all canceled. So, um, the assignment has been among many assignments. This one is to go find a piece of choreography that you really respond to, um, teach it to yourself, and then film yourself doing it and present that to me. So I, they're like having to do like mini assignments. So we've got a the exercise room has one wall as a big mirror. So he's in there doing it, doing his kind of. It's hilarious. And so now I've forced him. I said, look, if you're going to do that, you have to, first of all, let's take the dining room furniture and move it out of the dining room and use the whole dining room. So you can really boy, boy, or whatever your scat is going to be. Crazy boy. Right. If you're going to be a tool, let's do it. Let's really ass it up. Because that's it. So he picked the significant, the biggest, assiest, dopiest fucking shit that he could find, like purposefully to be like, bye-bye to be a total idiot so Got a rocket in my pocket he, so he went and then i said okay or we'll do the whole back porch because it's a very big screen back porch we'll move all the furniture out and he's like no i'm not doing this outside and i was like okay 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 so then he found a duet which is i want to say it was to something stevie wonder no earth earth wind and fire because i was like it's something that i would love and he was like i will move out the furniture in the dining room if you agree on my next assignment to be my duet partner so i have to oh, learn i have to learn this whole fucking dance so my yeah God. and it's so ho- it's like it's like walking in a circle with your arms out like it's it's in it's really it's almost like let's see how stupid we can make you look like that's what this is so once the puzzle is finished then we're gonna break it down. my son would never ask me to do that <laughs> with him. oh contraire bat he mitzvah would- Never. I forced them to do that choreographed dance, and I loved super cute gang. Every minute of it, all four of them got up there and did like the and somebody had light up sneakers. The whole thing was fucking crazy. It was so cute. It was very. It was was like a family song. It was like we are something family. No, our house. There were three or four different songs cut together. Yeah. Um, I think I think we're good for today. I just want to tell you that in our house. Uh, the boy needs to take an online driving course so we can get a discount on our insurance, which was a raping when you have a teenage boy and Hey-o! paying insurance. Try having three. Yeah, try having three. Crazy. So he has to do this. So he's online and he found a way to log 30 hours by leaving the computer on because it has to, it's a 30 hour course. Well, why do something right and learn something when you can find a workaround is really oh. all all we're teaching our kids, don't you think? Well, the crafty ones are teaching us. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> the crafty ones, the biggest derelicts are I teaching don't us. Have, I have nothing but I have no hate for anybody who wants to work this fucking system because my whole mentality right now, sadly, is I just... Some of this shit, I just need to make it go away. And I can't really know because in my house, particularly the one in the middle, he's not he's not ever going to say what's happening with him. Uh, you never are going to know. And part of it is because he himself won't know for a while. And when he does finally know, it'll be two or three years before he would admit it out loud to me. So that's how long it takes for me to wow. understand the issue of the moment. So when... You know, when the, when the, why do I want to say when the cow sings? What's the, when the bee stings, when the something strikes, what strikes in that When song? you're feeling down. Yeah, low, yeah. When something. the, when the something strikes, when the bee stings, when I'm feeling Ginger, sad. where are you? Help us. When the something strikes, whatever the fuck, when the fuck strikes, when the fuck strikes. I know it takes that long for me to figure out what the, and for him, right? So if his so you're already on to the next thing already. His, it doesn't even his, right. So if his modus operandi today is to I'm gonna get around this fucking thing that in the grand scheme of things ain't gonna matter anyway. I'm gonna check that box. Check the box, pal. At least the box has been checked. I've got some folks. I've got some friends whose kids aren't even showing up. So it's like I'll take it. You know, I'll I'll take it. I'll worry about bigger fish. I have three. My sister in law has three sons as well. Um, Totally different. All of them are totally different. But that middle one is the one who knows the least amount he has to do to get the best possible result. Uh, Amen. You've got the secret to life. (laughs) 
And I thought, why wouldn't you just give it all you've got? Why, Aunt Melissa, why would I give it all I've got if I only need to give it two thirds and I can still walk away with an A or right. whatever the prize was at the end? I can still win if I don't give it everything. And I give On it- the one hand, you are completely right. And this is a solid disappointment. But yeah. on the other hand, not all rich people are bad. People with excess money can do good things with their money. People with excess efficiency and time and craftiness, he doesn't have to exert a world's worth of energy to get an even A, E, or A on the A. Get the A, move on, and do something else with your fucking time. At a certain point, being efficient and knowing what your goals are and what's important is a skill. That's a skill. There's always always a sunny side. There's always a sunny side. Yeah, I'll tell my sister-in-law that when she says... How come he can't seem to manage to... Because the answer is this. He's not smarter than you. He's not saying, I will do the bare minimum to get the D and walk away. Right. That's a different kid. Yes. If he's doing the bare minimum to get the A, find find a harder school. That shit's on you. That's not on him. And I'm peace out. (laughs) And you know what? Two years ago, that would have been super helpful. No, he actually already graduated from Penn State. But that was the kid he always was. And... I, I respected him for it. I mean, I really did. I thought, I thought two things. I thought you're fantastic. Number one and number two, stay the fuck away from my son because I really want him to want to do the best with the most effort. And I hear your point. I he hear your up, point. I hear your point. And we have this challenge with some extended friends whose kids, you know, go to public school and they're they're thrust into an environment with a mixed range of kids, hundreds of kids in the same grade hundreds and hundreds with an S of kids in the same grade, some of whom don't, you know, could show up to the big presentation day. I'm doing my big presentation. Everybody's in the gym. We're doing this big presentation. Other kids are wearing a full costume that they've, it doesn't have to be rich, richy rich costume, but they've put a lot of energy and attention and thought into it and the slides and the thing and put it up on the poster board. And somebody else is standing there wearing gym shorts with index cards that it looks like the teacher has written in pencil five minutes ago. That's the range. So when that's your peer set, it's really it's really challenging. So part of it is there's always going to be somebody who's trying harder than you. There's always going to be somebody who is a whole lot better than you. And there's a million people who aren't trying as hard as you and even more who aren't as good as you. So effort counts. Talent counts. And when you put the two together, take it as far as it can go. That's it. He's, he's going pretty far, too. He's doing really well. All three of them are doing really well. Dear listeners, is your cleaning lady still coming? <laughs> Do your dog's nails curl she all the way around? Calls? Can she visit us? What, um, <laughs> what services? could? Did you get your manicure done? Like, what services are you slowly easing back into because you can't take it anymore or you want to financially support and help supporting uh, your local groomer, house cleaner, pedicurist. Uh, I don't recommend those, by the way. Uh, Let us know. We'd love to hear from you at Listen Brilliant anywhere on the socials. Brilliant observations at gmail.com is where you can write us and tell us your story of woe or whoa. We want to hear them both. Thanks for listening, guys. 